Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Ellis. I'm Forrest. I'm Robbie. And I am <laughs> Tip. Uh, Major so, can't make it with us today. Yeah, there was Major had a major life change. Um, he um, he yes. had a minor. <laughs> yeah, he's now we're gonna call him Papa Mage on the show now. So yeah, Major's just had a kid. Hmm. Um, so he's doing uh, paternal uh, stuff, paternal duties, as is Matt. I'm guessing maybe Matt just has bad reception. Uh, for his phone but uh so last time we were on the show we did episode three of ahsoka uh episode four and five have both come out since but i think i'm the only one who's seen both episodes uh robbie's only seen episode four and tip has seen none of them so none i guess <laughs> i guess me oh, and yeah. rob will just break down <laughs> episode four okay. which i thought was probably the most bearable of the episodes released so far um up until that point um episode five kind of went back into like the stupid territory again um, but I think episode four was, uh, you know, actually competently, um, written, acted and directed. So it was definitely, I think wow. I would agree it was the best of the four so far. Um, and there was an interesting teaser at the end. So, uh, well, uh so Forrest are, are each, is each episode directed by a different person keeping with uh, the Star Wars kind of. I don't think. think so. I think Dave Filoni directed the last episode, but I think he might direct the first episode too, but I don't think he's directed every single episode. I did absolutely no research beyond watching the shows, and I'm just going off of knowledge that's a week old at this point. I did not rewatch the episode because um, I, need to, I, need to, I need to watch over a thousand episodes in one piece, so I need to <laughs> devote time to that. Uh, also, later on, um, <laughs> I, I've seen the first four episodes in one piece. So, you know, did you see any, Rob? You've just seen the anime, right? Yeah, I haven't seen the live action yet. Okay, so I've watched the first four episodes, which is where uh, I've watched up into the anime. So um, each, like, episode or two episodes, like, it covers an arc in the anime. And I'm watching the fourth arc right now, so I can watch episode five and six, at least. So I've seen the first four episodes of One Piece. and What's um, happening in the, where you're at? Has all what, the characters the gotten together? No, um, they're working on. I'm on the Bar- Barati arc, which is like the 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 ship, the restaurant ship, and this is where they get to oh, cook okay. Sanji. Yeah. So I'm, I'm almost done with that arc. I got like a few more episodes, and then I can watch. Then yeah, they adapt that character. arc. I think in episode five and six of the anime. So um, once I do that, then it'll be like I think the Arlong Park arc. So um, yeah, so you know we can talk about One Piece later. But I think we're going to cover Ahsoka. Yeah, because all the treasures in one piece. Um, so Ahsoka. Uh, I'm trying to remember episode four. Uh, their ship is broken. Um, they get attacked by um, the white-haired Sith lady and um, Merrick, who turns out is just a, a random faceless um, henchman. Because Ahsoka kills him and he becomes gas. So, uh, yeah. So, were you disappointed that Merrick turned out to be nobody, Rob? Or you're just like, yeah, so that coming? Because uh, I'm going to be honest, I did not even give that character the time of day or even like think he was significant until people online and people on this podcast said, oh, he's going to be like Ezra Bridger or. Star Killer, or um, you know, another character 
uh, like who's, who's masked. And I didn't really, I just thought he was like a, a faceless, um, you know, n- another Sith, Sith dude, just like, cause most of this, like what were the inquisitors in Kenobi? They basically had no plot development or character development whatsoever. And they were just, they just stood just in. Like, yeah. There's, there's goons. They just had to have like red lightsabers. So that was my feeling with this character, Merrick. And it was exactly that. So I think if like everyone online to make a big deal about it, then no one, you know, would have, I wouldn't have assumed he would have been any anything more than just a henchman, and that's what he was. So, well, Forrest, um, what does that tell you about it, the internet? Don't trust it. Um, except, yeah. except when it tells you to enter in your credit card information, then it must be really important. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, Sabine's fighting. What's the what's the white haired girl's name? I forget. You know, evil Sith lady number twenty four. At this yeah, point, I'm, I'm bad with all their names. Yeah, because there was like Ventress, there was like the the uh, the female Inquisitor on Kenobi. There was like all the female Inquisitors in that Star Wars game. Um, so it's just like it's just like Sith. It's you know it's, it's very much my complaint back to the first episode. It's the same damn thing over and over again. It's like good Jedi, bad Jedi. Like there's still some Sith and Jedi left that we've never heard of that survived Order 66. So it's just like it really just shows you how like they're just recycling the same plot over and over again because I can't and remember this white hair's girl name. Like a similar plot, different characters. But I think well, how would you much... make Star Wars different? I mean, that's a, that's a challenge. Oh, Andor. Like well, Andor, yeah. I mean, Andor, did, I think Andor did that. Um, ah. well, because basically like it's, it's a guy with no powers and he's pretty much like relying on his skill and cunning. And there's way more stakes in that show because, you know, he's just a flesh and blood human like us. Um, but kind of like the um, Mandalorian where he I was mean, just a dude. And, well, he's he, the guy's literal plot armor. So, I mean, you know, he's already kind of boring. Um, but that's kind of like a dirty little secret about because red, red letter, I, I'm, I'm plagiarizing red letter media when I say this, but like dirty little secret about star Wars. It's, it's actually very, very limited because um, if you try to like make it too different, like get a, get rid of like the Jedi or get rid of the Mandalorians, or you know, get rid of uh, like the Rebellion and the Sith. Then it's just like no longer Star Wars. No, no one really cares. So you kind of have to do the same thing over and over again. So it's sort of like a, you know, it's a snake that eats its own tail. I mean, um, what if they went like way deep back in time in Star Wars? I think it's probably like, what, that's probably well. That's what I think the like uh, before lightsabers, right? Because what what are the guys' names? D and D, the guys who did Game of Thrones. I think they were going to do an Old Republic. Uh, show, but then again, that would have been the exact same thing. It would have been Jedi versus Sith, the exact same <laughs> fucking thing. So it's just like, yeah, but would have been different, way in the past. different technology that we get to enjoy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, Sabine's fighting the white-haired girl, uh, Sith Lady number forty-seven, and uh, <laughs> Sith Lady, Sith Lady number forty-seven. We will kills... just label her forty-seven. Yeah. Isn't that the uh, the guy in Hitman? That's his number in Hitman. Forest. What about this idea? I think it was. It was 40-something. What's your idea, Ted? Because I, I need to finish the plot. Oh, to, for like, Star Wars. summarizing the plot. For, yeah. for Star Wars, this, yep. this would be a great one. I think if they went back in time before intergalactic travel. Then it just would have been like Wookiees on a planet. Sort of like uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. They're just like, they see like uh, the giant, um, oh no, how about Chewbacca or the Wookiee's first contact with interstellar life? Yeah. It's sort of like, it's sort of like the Space Odyssey, yeah. 
That's insane. Or um, what was that? What's that uh, movie with Caveman Quest for Fire? So maybe like Quest Whoa. for Quest for Interstellar Travel. They're looking for like the fuel source to leave Planet Wookie. I don't know the Wookie's name. Dude, is. a Star Wars, a, a Wookie focused Star Wars. Yeah, where there's no dialogue except. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> subtitles is fucking subtitles oh, wait a minute oh, tip, tip. I that's just realized, literally the only, I just realized, uh, only word spoken tip there's already a, there's already a star wars property focused on wookies it was the star wars holiday special so maybe this is a horrible idea oh wait no wait we're gonna do it right though we're gonna do a good wookie oh, focused star wars movie yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing but focusing wookies. on wookies yeah but made you've, as... seen, you've seen the holiday special though right it's it's about like chewbacca goes home to his family and it's all Wookiee focused, so I, you know, so maybe we need to um, not do steer away from the Wookies. But yeah, so or do that fire... because people would think it's funny. Yeah, maybe. Like, like we're gonna do it right. We're gonna do it. Yeah, I am right. calling tonight. I am calling. I have him on speed dial, Jim Henson. All I have to He's... do is hit star one, Jim Henson. What did he die of? Didn't he have like a like a rare disease, or did he just have cancer? I mean, cancer is. Isn't rare, but Jim Henson is dead. Oh. Did he even work on Star Wars? No. Okay. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but so why do I have his number then? Who who am I talking to when I'm talking to Jim Henson then? Wasn't he a dude from school? I don't know. So anyway, so uh, <laughs> Sith Sith chick forty seven, not associated with the Hitman character, kills Sabine, or she does she stab Sabine again? I'm trying to remember what the hell happened in this episode. It's been a week. Maybe I really should have rewatched it. For some reason, Ahsoka kills Merrick. She goes after her to get, kill Ray Stevenson. And uh, Ray Stevenson's there. And we did, I showed you that funny meme where he was like, Anakin spoke highly of you. And she was like, well, he never mentioned you. And he was like, Cause, that's because my character that's because my character didn't exist before this show. That was a so, funny yeah, so um, I guess... Um, I guess Balin Skull is older, same age as Anakin, maybe. I, ma- I imagine older because Anakin would probably no, be he looks his, older. Anakin would probably be in his thirties because this is like Ahsoka is ten years after um, Revenge of the Sith, right? Or is it more? I don't know the exact timeline. Uh, we did no research. They never really gave <laughs> us a year. So, because Anakin was like in his early twenties when he became Darth Vader, right? So he'd probably be in his early thirties. I thought Stevenson he was in his up. late twenties when he became Darth Vader. Okay, so he'd be still be in his thirties. So, yeah. but yeah, Balin Skull was definitely like in his early fifties. I don't know how old Ray Stevenson was when he died, but um, I imagine he's like he's late forties, early fifties. So, um, well, I just made I, that I up, did, but it seems it seems like well, Hayden Christensen, like, Christensen was in like his early twenties or mid twenties when Revenge of the Sith came out, right? Which is kind of like yeah. the problem it has. Like, he looked way too young to, like, me buy this guy was going to be Darth Vader. I mean, I guess, like, in Attack of the Clones, yeah, because he's supposed to be, like, a teenager. But, like, in Revenge of the Sith, I'm like, oh, they cast the same actor as Anakin? I'm supposed to buy this guy supposed to be coming, you know, this whiny guy Man, supposed to that be got, Darth Vader. That guy, that guy got so much hate, but I thought he did. Not as, much, not as much as Jar Jar Binks. Not as much as Jar Jar Binks. I mean, Star Wars yeah, fans I, are the most vicious. They are horrific. And I don't I mean, know why. I think it's it's like a, a pretension of some sort. Like, oh, we're the original nerd. Or it's like they're they're not as bad as Cowboy Bebop fans who literally got the adaptation of the anime canceled after one season. 
that's how harsh they were. At least like the the prequel oh, movies. Man. At least the prequel movies had like um, three animated series, and plus it's still referenced in like all the the movies and the you know at least Star Wars lived on. Cowboy Bebop's dead as a franchise now. Like there's not gonna be anything involved with that franchise beside beyond the, the live action series because the fans like hated it so much. But um, yeah, wow. so. Um, that's so like hor- was, horrific because like like they're doing themselves a disservice. Well, not really. I think it was a pretty shitty adaptation. I think about it. Oh. And the the anime had a beginning, middle, and end. It was not supposed to be like a long form series, like One Piece or Dragon Ball Z. It was like it was just going to be like a, always being a limited series. So I think it's it, it was probably just best to let the anime leave it alone. Or at least done like a less crappy job at adapting, or at least what One Piece is doing, adapting the anime in order. The Cowboy Bop, like every episode in order in which it happened, which they were kind of like bit it all scattershot, just yeah. randomly picking plot lines and characters. Oh, that's and terrible. Putting them in the episodes. Well, they, yeah. So, well, then they screwed up. The writers screwed up or whatever. Yeah. But the fans absolutely killed Cowboy Bebop. You know, but I'm just saying they're probably more vicious than Star Wars fans, and they're a lot less numerous too. So, uh, yeah, so Balin Skull and Ahsoka fight. He, he gives the whole rigmarole, like, you should join us. or Maybe not. He gives the same speech to Sabine. And uh, I, I think I read or, um, that, that the fight between Balin Skull and Ahsoka was like a samurai versus a knight. And I was like, it's so cool because, like, he does a really he does a lot of, like, powerful downswings. And she does, like, her spins and stuff. So it's, like, a very interesting two different, like, fight techniques. Because, like, you know, if you look at the prequels, it's mainly just, like, two acrobats fighting each other, regardless if they're Sith or Jedi. But, like, this was, like, two very different fighting techniques. So that was interesting. So that was definitely the highlight. Um, and, I, I like, I, we've said before in this podcast, like, Ray Stevenson is by far and away the highlight of this um, this show because he's he's the bad guy, but he's definitely a understandable uh, bad guy that has gravitas. And I think you, even though, like, his whole philosophy, like, I'm doing this for the greater good is complete bullshit. But the way he delivers his lines, like, okay, this guy's onto something. So, what did you think? Well, of the, you know, you know, as they say, how he killer, killers over. just love killing. And um, yeah, well, he didn't kill anyone in this episode. Well, I think he just yeah. um, killed Ahsoka's pride. He threw her off a cliff, though. But then Sabine got there. But I think, like, um, overall, the choreography was definitely the high, like, the lightsaber battle choreography was definitely the highlight of this episode. Um, and I thought yeah, the fight between Ahsoka and Skull was really good. Yeah, so um, so Sabine shows up, and she's like holding the map ball, and she's like, "I'll destroy it unless you let Ahsoka go." And I think Balin Skull. And did she just, have her lightsaber? Like, I don't remember. I think she just had like a gun, just and she's pointing at the map. And I'm guessing, like, I'm pretty sure, like, I, I was, I thought like it would be like a Lord of the Rings one ring scenario where she tries to shoot the map and it's like indestructible so the bounce the bullet just bounces back and hits her in the head yeah that's a sad like i, would, I wonder <laughs> if the laser the would have, they don't, they don't would have, have destroyed it or not how about a, a john how about before the invention of lasers there's a star wars movie where they're still using bullets and whoa. then like someone invents the laser gun oh, whoa. and it's just like he just takes out it's like sort of like a john wick style star wars movie um, where they're using bullets instead of lasers, or bullets versus lasers, or maybe a guy. I don't know. What, who's I guess I guess who are the who? What's the um, the bounty hunter who's like a Western character? Cal Bane. 
Cad Bane. I like that idea. What if he like finds old like Wild West um, antique weapons and uses them, like Cad Bane's um, ancestor, Cad Boone, because Boone's the opposite of Bane. Um, Could a Jedi stop a bullet? So basically, because we've already sort of seen a Star Wars Western with, you know, Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian a little bit because, you know, they're, they're in Tatooine. But like more of like a legitimate Western where it's just like he's using actual bullets. And it's like it's like before, like, like you said, tip before interstellar travel was discovered. It's like a Western on this alien world. And then maybe the Empire comes. And they're fighting the empire, the stormtroopers with bullets. Holy crap! That's insane. That's yeah. a cr- and, the, and then like the ending is like Darth Vader steps off the ship, and like all the bullets just stop in midair. So that's basically that's basically like Rogue One. But maybe because he's so powerful. I mean, he's he was way so too OP powerful. in Rogue One. It seemed, and so was Luke. Luke was way too OP in um. The last episode of Mandalorian, or not, that he, uh, the season two finale, Mandalorian. I think that was done because they were just like, now you can't complain that we make our female characters overpowered because we made a male character overpowered. You know, maybe that was their, their reasoning behind that. But yeah, I was, I think I was like rolling my eyes that Luke was just like literally just like smashing robots by just pointing at them. So I was like, he should, <laughs> he should have had more of a hard time than that. You know, let there be yeah. some conflict. Just like he's like not that, he's not that powerful. So, but he's like Luke Skywalker. So they wanted to. Well, you know, it, like like so. In the Mandalorian, that's before the third trilogy, right? I have no idea. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's like set after, like. After... It's after Return of the Jedi, before yeah. uh, the the Farce Awakens. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, set in that time period, which is like kind of like a really weird, mysterious thing, and Luke is like just yeah, but like like but Luke would like wasn't that powerful in Return of the Jedi? I mean, he still like got his ass handed to him by Darth Vader and the Emperor. So I mean, just like have some company. You like still have him, like fight and win win the battle against robots. But, like at least have there be some conflict. There's like no conflict. He's literally just walking in the room, just like making the robots explode by thinking. So I was like, yeah. Um, so. Ahsoka goes off the cliff. Um, Sabine Wren gives the map to Balin's skull because she wants to see Ezra Bridger again. And uh, Sith girl 64 starts choke forcing her from behind. And Balin's like, Don't do that. <laughs> like, no. not, and no. just like, No, no, no. Uh, no, Kia. Um, like, he's, like, he, he's very just like not really. Um, quick about it he's or he's like, he's not he's like i told her she wouldn't get hurt but he's not really jumping he, he took his sweet ass time he took his sweet ass time <laughs> yeah. so um so balen skull sabine and uh white-haired sith bitch um <laughs> go go to the new galaxy to find thrawn and at the very end of the episode um oh yeah we also oh, got grabbed we, between all Gotta, um, we gotta forget. We we almost forgot the most forgettable part of the episode, which is what Hera is doing. What's her last name? Cirilla, General Cirilla, who basically makes herself out to be a gigantic hypocrite in this episode because she's like loves pulling rank to get what she wants, but then when she's given a direct order not to leave the base, she's like, "I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm a renegade." <laughs> so um, yeah, so 
really shows you how forgettable her character is and just how useless her character is in this whole show. Um, so yeah, by the end of the episode, tip you listening because this is going to be yeah, this, this is a lot of this is noise. this is very it's a very very big cliffhanger here. What? Tip. Um, Hayden Christensen comes back as Anakin Skywalker because uh, Ahsoka's like in the what the world between worlds, or she's like in some sort of dream state. Do you know what? This is this this part of the this is like sort of like a uh what what do they call it dream walking or like uh you go on like a walkabout sort of like a like a spiritual journey so she falls in the water she's like drowning but she's like has this spiritual journey to where she's um sees she's like in this this weird part is she's like in space but there's like a lot of bridges in space and she sees Anakin and he actually looks a lot more age appropriate to be Darth Vader because he's like in his forties now. So, like, I think, like, the good thing about this show is, like, yes, it's, like, pathetic fan service to get Hayden Christensen to come back as Anakin, like it was in Kenobi. But at least I can, I'm more convinced this guy could become Darth Vader now because he looks a lot older. Um, and he was, like, way too fucking young in Revenge of the Sith for me to buy him that he would become Darth Vader. Especially when his voice switches from, like, a whiny 20-year-old to a... Uh, 47 black man, 47 year old black man, James Earl Jones. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Hayden Christensen was at the end of the, end of the episode. Were you surprised, shocked by this, Rob, or were you just like, oh, okay, I figured they were going to do that? No, I actually, I didn't, I didn't see it coming, but I think I, I knew, I think I read somewhere like a year ago when they were still filming that Hayden Christensen was like spotted on set. So I knew they were going to incorporate him somehow. And I figured it was going to be like via flashback, but this was sort of not flashback. It was more just like a, she's just sort of like having a hallucination of him, sort of. Although I'm sure like the Star Wars experts, all 50 million who listen to our podcast will chime in and tell us this is a actual place uh, within the force that people, that Jedi users or force users go when they're unconscious or stuff like that. But my understanding is this is like, this is like a hallucination because she's knocked out or like a dream state. So that was episode four. This is definitely the, it was definitely the best episode up until that point. So um, what did you think of it, Rob? Did you like it? Hate it? Did you think it, did you think it was the worst of the four, or the best of the four, or just sort of I, like on par? I'd say four? it went up a little bit from the other ones. Okay. Yeah, there was some more fighting scenes and interesting stuff going on. Yeah. The visualizations think... with, the, with the map and the... Oh, and they had that that jump at the end, right hmm. through that fleet. Yeah. Well, I guess you don't want me to spoil episode five for you, um, since you haven't seen uh, it yet. Are we gonna do episode five this episode? I guess not. A, we can. I mean, um, me. <laughs> okay. Well, or or I should mean, we wait till Major? I it. mean, nothing really. Um, thing. I mean, I, I'm, well, I'm wondering like if we're, I wonder like if we're going to have of... Major back on his podcast because he's he has like oh yeah, baby, he has, he has like an airtight excuse now to never get on because oh, baby, baby stuff, baby stuff. This um, babies so, are important, Forrest. They're the future, yes, but um, that little, um, you know. I think that, uh, yeah, so who knows if he'll ever be back on the podcast. Because, like, we set a time, and then he's just like, oh, baby stuff. So, um, 
but uh, that's okay. That's guess, okay. Does that Life's especially... priorities change for us. Oh, abs- I agree. It's a priority. The baby definitely <laughs> takes precedence over a podcast, but a little. I mean, not much. Not much. No. <laughs> so, episode five. Let's just dive into it. Um, Wait, I, I thought it. we're not going to talk about episode five. Well, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it because I don't want to be two episodes. I have to do two episodes next week. You know, hopefully everyone will catch up. So episode five. Wait, wait, wait. Has Robbie caught up? No, he is not. I'm going to spoil it for him. No, don't spoil it for Robbie. There's 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 really nothing that moves the plot forward in this episode beyond the fact that they go go after, um, they they find a way. No, Forrest, don't do it. They find a way to get to the other galaxy and it's really oh, really God. really stupid but basically most of the episode is like uh her uh i guess dream walkabout with anakin anakin's like uh like life you have, you have a choice to make life or death and Does they just reveal do... anything no it's just a bunch of flashbacks where she's a kid and they're fighting oh. on the battlefield uh of the clone wars and then, uh, did she go to Mandalore in the uh, Clone Wars show, or is that like made up for I don't this? Know. So it's like she, there's like yeah. uh, a, well, it, it's kind of much too, right? I mean, it's a very like well shot sequence um, where like they're basically like, on the beach, and it's like you can't see the enemy, but you just see like the soldiers running through the fog, and you see like uh, Anakin run by her, by her, and like you see him way up in the distance and like a lightning flash goes by and that one instance becomes Darth Vader. So it's like a well, it's a well shot, interesting scene, but it doesn't really advance the plot at all. These are, this is just like, I'd say a filler episode before they start to pick up on the plot again. It's like basically all these flashbacks to where like she and she's not even flashbacks, but just like, she's like a kid again. And, um, Anakin's just like choose life or death and you know they're there's like a dead soldier and she's like they all died because of me and he's like yeah well this is war so suck it up um suck it up butter and at the the very end um they have another lightsaber battle and he's like sort of like he's not Darth Vader yet but he's like sort of in Sith mode before and before before he became Darth Vader and um well I think of that because Revenge of the Sith he was Darth Vader before he got the the suit right because he he had the yellow eyes and stuff Sith mode engaged. Yeah, so he was in Sith mode when he's talking to her at the end of her dream, or whatever. So like they're fighting, and she disarms them and wins the um, and wins the fight. And she's like, "I choose life." And he's like, "Good." And then she wakes up in the water, and they rescue her. And that's like the first half of the episode. The second half of the episode, uh, General Sandula comes up, uh, finds Ahsoka, and she does nothing to advance the plot beyond the fact like. I think Mon Mothma is like, ooh, you're in trouble because you went without permission. And and, and when she was, went, what, was she hurt at all, or was she just land in the water was fine? She had like no, she had like no injuries in her whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. when when they didn't show her really falling over the cliff, I just want to see when I someone falls off. I a wasn't cliff, really worried at all. Like falls off a cliff into the water. I just want like just once see them hit a rock before they hit the water so we know that they're seriously <laughs> it's like, it, it'll it's just like, pan to them like looking over the edge but you don't see what they're there's looking. a movie uh do you remember the movie ants a and tz it was like it came out the same year as bugs life it was like woody allen and sylvester stallone 
Yes. And if you've seen that movie, like the bad guy falls off a cliff and there's like like a lake at the bottom of the anthill and there's like just one small spot of land and he falls on the and he falls on the land and dies. Even oh, surrounded, no. it's surrounded by water. So uh I was kind of <laughs> Yeah, there's like there's all this water, but there's like one little like island of land and he falls on it and dies. So um yeah, that's a much darker movie than Bugs Life, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, Ants was wild. I remember that. Yeah, like, like he's lit. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a very it's a long dark. I mean, it's they definitely they cover some of the like the same, uh, like uh, I guess, well, not virtues, but uh, plot threads. Like, how do you be an individual in like a, a ant colony, sort of like that. So, um, uh, but. Yeah, Ants is a way darker movie. It, I don't think it was nowhere near six, 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 yeah, successful. They didn't need to be but a, I still think Bugs Disney Life is a way movie. better movie, ironically, even though it's not as dark. Although in Bugs Life, the bad guy gets eaten alive by birds. So, but he was also voiced by Kevin Spacey, so I don't really feel too bad for him. Um, but yeah, so wait, wasn't uh, Kevin Spacey uh, like um, he was the grasshopper exon- in Bugs Life? Yeah, but he was exonerated from being. Yeah, but he of... still did some shady stuff, and he's he has like he has a reputation oh, really? as being as doing. Some oh, shady that's true. Stuff. He is. Uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this because then we'll be, be forever censored by the Church of Scientology. But, <laughs> he's um, not. A, I don't think he's a Scientologist. <laughs> no, he was. I think I think they protected no, his that's, ass. No, that's, that's Tom Cruise. You're thinking of the guy who just went to prison for rape uh, from that '70s show. Ooh, oh damn. Yeah, he's he's got like got like twenty years, so um, or I think thirty years actually. Um, but yeah, he was a Scientologist. So Ahsoka, uh, episode five, there's the flashback uh, bullshit. The, that's like it's it was shot well, but it doesn't advance the plot at all. It's just it's a lot of fan service bullcrap. So so she they rescue her from the water. Not a single injury on her whatsoever. Um, she wakes up, and uh, nice. Sandula's in trouble for. Uh, breaking the rules, um, because uh, uh, I don't know. I guess they're trying to make her into a badass, but it's it's like it's just really contrived, contrived, uninteresting, forced conflict. You know, because the, the the republic comes to I guess arrest Hera, not really, but like not even come to arrest her, just like to find her, reprimand her, and they have to send the the Asian um, pilot to like stall. While Ahsoka does her Jedi crap with the flying whales. Well, sometimes and you just, just gotta really, send it's, the it's, Asian it's, it's dude just... in. Careful, tip. To, sol- careful. to, to careful. solve. I was about to say to solve problems. Uh, to solve uh, uh, problems? I mean, or yeah. to whoop, whoop yeah. some monkey ass. But yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's just, it's just really lame. <laughs> Just lazy, uninteresting conflict, or, or like I guess uh, suspense, because oh no, she might have time to like convince to like convince the space whales to take her to the next galaxy, which. Uh, so Robbie, were the space whales in the Clone Wars or Rebels? Or are they like sort of? They, space uh, whales. Introducing, introducing well, from. I haven't seen it, but uh, from some YouTube videos, it looks like they were. Oh, okay. I'm sure if them. Matt was here, because Matt is like our Star Wars encyclopedia. He yeah, I think Matt said they were called But for, for, for like people like us who just watch the movies and TV shows, and, you know, I don't even watch all the TV shows. I just watch live action ones. Um, we have no idea what these space whales are. I'm just like, this is ripping off Star Wars. I mean, Star Trek Episode Four. 
or the undiscovered country or what was, what was star trek before it was um when they talked to the whales remember that plot line uh it's some, um... bullshit, it's some bullshit where they go back in time and they need the whales to send a signal to stop armageddon or i don't know it's something stupid but it's star trek so this, the trekkies love it so it's like basically just uh star wars or big hey i love 4. star trek i thought it was very you, you didn't love it enough to watch star trek 4 to like back me up on this plot thread that they're wait are out. you talking about episode four from the original star trek no they don't call them episode four it's a star trek four what was star trek after search for spock because it was like star trek motion picture wrath of khan search for spock and then is it final is it undiscovered country and then final frontier or maybe undiscovered country is number six I don't know. I don't know what Star Trek Four is called. Do you? No. Uh, I guess you're not a Star Trek fan. Um, I mean, so... I, I watched all of the original Star Trek and all of uh, the Star Trek. Um... I watched. I watched like the first two movies, and I've seen like sporadically watched episodes. Deep of Space Next Nine Generation, of Next Generation and the original series, but I haven't watched. Like I probably haven't watched like a twenty one twenty fourth of all the Star Trek that's out there. But anyway, Star so, Trek so, the, so voyage the, end of, home. the end of this episode, okay, Voyage Home, okay. I could not think of that title, it really shows you. But yeah, so basically the ripping off of Voyage Home to where Ahsoka needs to communicate with the Force whales using bullshit Force plot device. Um, Yay. So the space whales, she communes with the space whale, and he's like, ooh, hop in, ooh. So, um, she and the, <laughs> the robot go, that was a pretty good space go whale into, go into the whale's mouth the whale closes its mouth and the whales fly into space and then hyperspace the next galaxy and the robot's just like this is even the robot in the is like this is fucking stupid I, that's not i'm not saying verbatim just like how do we know that we're, they're going to go to the, the galaxy and she's just like we don't know but it's better than going nowhere and i'm just like this is a horrible plan. It's just like, I mean, obviously we know they're going to like go to where Sabine and Skull is, but it's like, it's like so contrived, unconvincing, not clever, just lazy. They just like wrote themselves in the corner. And the best thing to think of was like space whales just magically transport them where they need to go. So, and that's the episode. Just hope does nothing, <laughs> oh, just really? does nothing, does nothing hey, to advance. Space whales, just, space whales have the role. It's just a lot of soulless fan service. And like a stupid plot device to where they can pick the thread, pick the plot thread up in the next episode. So it was really, really dumb. That works for us, you know. Star Trek Four. Were you talking about the old one, or they got a some a new? No, Star Trek Four with with the original Kirk, uh, William Shatner, and Leonard. Yeah, nineteen eighty. Because yeah, there were six of those Star Trek movies with the original cast, and there was like four Next Generation movies. Yeah, because the first thing that popped up is it's just Star Trek Four. <laughs> that's it's. Oh yeah, they, they didn't even call. Well, yeah, that's like because I think the mo- last Star Trek movie with uh, what's his name, Chris Pine, like bombed, and they were going to do like a fourth one, but um, like Paramount yes. doesn't care because no plan release date. Well, they've they've already like recast all the original series characters for the Strange New World show because like Kirk and Spock. And Uhura are all on the Strange New World show, but played by different actors. So, like, they don't even give a shit about the uh, what is it called, the Kelvin universe with Pine and um, 
Zachary Quinto. So um, they've sort of just moved on from that series at, at, altogether. So um, wait, Forrest, didn't uh, Kirk and Spock have a love child? Cock, yes. K O C K, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Was that where you're, was that where you're sort of steering the conversation into? <laughs> the last or, that's, 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 or spurt? Yeah, it's funny. Spurt and cock, <laughs> twins. Yeah, I, I mean, Spur- Andy. Andy Dick made that exact same. Andy Dick made that exact same joke on the roast of William Shatner. So, Andy Dick's nice. insane. Um, but he's like, he literally came out like a Vulcan in like a yellow shirt. He's like, I'm Kirk and Spock's love child, cock. It was a lot crazier than that, but you get where I was going, right? That's that's so, hysterical. So that's the last episode of Ahsoka. We it's not we're not even like an hour in, and I cover both episodes. Episode four was pretty well done because it advanced the plot, had some great acting by Ray Stevenson, had actual stakes. Sabine, you know, went to the dark side, you know, to for lack of a better term. I mean, I guess she technically did go to the dark side. Oh damn! Literally, what did she do? Did like, she murder the dark innocence? She well, broke she... bad. No, she offered, gave the map. Offered, she gave the yeah, map. Gave she gave the map, map to the bad guy. Instead of and destroying it, in, uh, Ezra... in return of seeing, uh, who who was it? What, what was it? Uh, Ezra Bridger? Because Ezra Bridger's with Thrawn, I think, or he releases in the, the galaxy. So, um, yeah, it's just sort of like they really she should a good end. Ostensibly, she wants to see her friend. She did it for she did it for selfish reasons. Or selfish reason, yeah, I guess not reasons, but it's sort of like of, they really should have held off on this whole like going to the galaxy for the next season because it's sort of like it reminds me of One Piece because all this the first season of One Piece is all about um, them getting ready to go to the Grand Line, which is where the One Piece is. So they could spend an entire season in this other galaxy, but I, I have a, I have a Cynical feeling they're just gonna like be in this new galaxy for like an episode and then come right back. So we had this new galaxy, like all these storytelling possibilities with you know a lot of fresh storytelling possibilities with this new galaxy. And they're probably gonna like have find Thrawn and come right back in the next episode. I'm guessing. I don't think they're gonna spend any time in this new galaxy whatsoever beyond one episode. So um but yeah, that's the uh two episodes. So um yeah and that didn't even take like a long you're gonna be i think you're gonna be like yeah i think when i think when you watch episode tip rob you're gonna be like yeah this did not advance the plot whatsoever nothing really happened beyond (laughs) they get she gets into a whale's mouth looking forward to it and they go spitting off i think you're gonna like the the flashback or dream sequences with anakin i mean those were like well shot but they're just like it's just fan service you know it's it's just like it's just like bullshit like you know she and Anakin are having a discussion about her training and she's just like, you turn out to be evil. And it's just like, it's just, it's just bullshit. So, um, yeah, I've seen the first four episodes of one piece as well. And, um, I think if you saw cowboy bebop, you'll see some similarities because it's very silly. <laughs> Although at least the anime of one, yeah, piece but one piece is, is, is supposed silly. to be silly. Yeah. Cowboy bebop was actually pretty, I got serious. some pretty silly characters. I mean, all kinds Cowboy, of crazy, cowboy bebop had like crazy some, abilities. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Bebop had some humorous moments and had like one episode, like I think involving mushrooms, 
that is funny, but the tone was pretty like, you know, serious, you know, well, especially with Luffy. He just, just has like a not caring attitude. Well, he's just, he's just kind of like an annoying, overexcited kid. Pretty, and yeah, I think the actor, they got, the actor, they got to play Luffy. Like sometimes his grins just come off as more creepy than, you know, natural, but the character Luffy has to like grin a lot. And he's like, he's, for, just, for the he's just, he's just uber excited about everything. And, um, you know, I've only seen the first four episodes and it, it's funny. They cover like the first, uh, I think 20 episodes of the anime. So they condense a lot of stuff into it. Um, and, uh, they could have done some stuff better, I feel. Um, but at least it's following the anime in order. And from what I understand, the anime and manga fans are well, that's good. much more, have a much more positive reception to this live action adaptation than. Yeah, uh, I like when they actually follow the material more. Yeah, at least it's following the anime. It's following like, all the major story arcs um, in order. So, and I think they'll probably gonna continue that in the second season, but like we're still in a freaking strike. The writers and actors are both still striking. So, Nothing is being made right now, except maybe everyone like, is striking. Well, I think I just read today that VFX artists are forming a union because of, um, I think, what was it Marvel related? Something, but there's a there's gonna be a VFX union now. So um, it's just it seems like the, the situation is be getting worse. Wow, so, like, it's VFX like, so, union. Dude, they're the scared AI of AI, AI man. They are scared. Yeah. yeah. yeah AI so taking everyone's job. It's just like they haven't even settled the writers and actors strike yet. And now there's another union they're going to have to contend with. So um, it just it's seems like this crazy, is, it seems yeah. like it's getting worse. It's like we didn't have any, like nothing was being filmed. I mean, some things are being filmed during COVID, but a lot of stuff got put on hold. And it just seems like there's going to be like things to be put up. Seems to be things like things are being held off for like at least like half a year. Not a year. Um, so then, when they were supposed to originally, police, uh, originally released, because I think Dune got pushed back because they need the actors to do like press for it. Um, I think the Marvels is still going to come out. Yeah, the Marvels I think is still going to come out, but they're not going to be able to do press for that. Aquaman's about to come out in December. They're not going to be able to do press for that. So. You know, it's an interesting situation in Hollywood, but um, you know, we have a thousand episodes of One Piece to watch in the meantime until they get it all sorted <laughs> out. So, um, but yeah, I guess One Piece, uh, check it out. I guess you don't have to watch the anime, but it might enhance your experience of the live action show. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Soka. I'm, I'm assuming that they're not referring to a bathing suit. No, although I think there is. Um, some cleavage in this show, um, some, or fan okay. service as they call it. Fan, the, Moderate, the, the fun, the fun kind of fan service, not the kind like where they just like bring back an actor from like 15 years ago. Oh, so they're just... bringing like some like um, throbbing anime chick, bursting um... at the seams <laughs> with love. <laughs> so. Yeah, so Soka with Lovage. Robbie, can you check and see, <laughs> you check and see if Soka has eight episodes or six episodes this season? Because I'm wondering if um, I'm wondering if it's gonna be the season finale next week. 
eight episodes. Oh, okay. So six, so three more. Okay. That's good because I think Thrawn, we haven't seen Thrawn yet. And he's supposed to be a big deal. Um, but I'm hoping we're going to see him next episode. Or he'll at least, I think he'll at the very least be teased at the end of the next episode. Because they got to explore the galaxy and they're probably going to shoot back. So obviously the Yuzhan Vong, that'd be cool too. But yeah, six Dude. we don't have Matt. Six we don't have Matt here because Matt could probably articulate oh, a lot. So much. Well, he articulate a lot of what we saw here because he knows all yeah. of the Easter eggs. And all I'm just like, details. I've only I've only seen like a handful of Clone Wars episodes. I've seen nothing of Rebels. Uh, I've only seen like the first season of Bad Batch, which I think had Hera in it for one episode or two episodes. But I had no idea her, her significance. This podcast covered like all of Bad Batch. Uh, we covered like the first few episodes but i think we just got i got sick of it stopped watching it <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we just stopped covering it but i did Man, we, should, we should talk about some like it. awesome stuff we should I talk did, about like um game of thrones or something i did go back and, i did go back and finish the first season of bad batch i think i got halfway through the second season but it just got boring and procedural again it was like another you know, fetch quest bullcrap uh but i heard it does get better so i might die back in the bad batch um it's just like hard to get invested in those shows because they expect you to have seen all six seasons of clone wars all of rebels because they had like Hera in one episode and i'm supposed to like care about this character but i haven't seen rebels so i don't know who she is so yeah um i might finish bad batch who knows maybe we'd like cover that any other star wars properties coming out this year and or is that coming out this year i don't think is this the last Star Wars show for 2023, Robbie? I mean, it's almost it's, it's September, so it wouldn't surprise me, but uh, I don't. I think so. Oh, and next month is uh, Loki, right? Yeah, but like Star Wars related. Is anything Star Wars? I don't coming. Oh, so. okay. Let me see. Are there any more like an- animated shows from screen? It's just like, <laughs> it's just Bad Batch right now, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Bad, Bad Batch is like the only like animated Star Wars show. Well, they had like Tales of the Jedi, so maybe they'll probably do more of those. I think What If is getting another season, which I like, sort of. I don't really care. <laughs> I think we'll just cover it. I think we'll cover it for the sake of it. Um, so, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, when's Gen V coming out? The uh, the boy spinoff. You Ooh, know, that, that's coming up soon too. Yeah, is that coming out this month? It's next month. October, okay. I'd have to double check on that one. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I really don't. Care, hopefully, maybe it'll, get, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll get amazing reviews, but I'm just like, it just seems like a, a, a soulless cash grab. I keep, I said every episode, but yeah. So, so oh, wait, September 29th. Okay, so for Gen V. Cool, cool. All right. Well, that's, um, I think, our show. Um, any other closing thoughts? On Star Wars, I got uh, not that I can think of. I really didn't even like. We didn't like really go over this episode. I kind of just like summarized it and just said how much. <laughs> Get the major. Um, has point. has George Lucas? I mean, he is he still kicking? He's still alive. He has just they just don't let him. He has like no creative inputs in regards to the Disney Star Wars properties. They they let him like they let him visit the set and stuff. Because they did like this whole publicity, uh, you know, publicity PR stunt, like behind the scenes of Mandalorian, Ahsoka 
and George Lucas meets Ahsoka. So he'll do like stuff like that to show like he's still friendly with Disney and he's like giving his thumbs up when they adapt stuff when he was still under control, but he really has no creative involvement, I don't think. So, but he's still alive. I don't know if he's doing anything uh, like creatively. He's just, he's just been like resting right. on his laurels since Revenge of the, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he's like a good jillionaire selling uh, bobbleheads. Wait, he sold Star Wars for $4 billion at Disney, and I think he gave all of it to charity. Oh, wow. Yeah, but he like has, or he has like $6 billion. Because you got to remember, um, the Star Wars movies have made, I think, $4 billion worth of box office. The toys have sold double that. And 20th yeah, Century dude. Fox gave him full licensing licensing rights to do for the Star Wars merchandising rights for Star Wars toys because they did not think Star Wars would be profitable. So he he had full rights to the toys, and they have made twice as much money as the movies. So he is doing quite well. So yeah, that's our show. Um, we're going to talk about episode six of Ahsoka next week. Maybe a few episodes of One Piece. Maybe we'll have Major and Matt back on so we can actually have some Star Wars, have a Star Wars scholar. All the little details. On the podcast. Yeah, add all like, show us like all the little stuff we missed. But uh, I like the, I like, I think just a general summary of what we discussed. I liked episode four uh, for the most part. Episode five, I liked like the first half despite just being like just need fan service. Plot. Yeah, that didn't move the plot forward. And then the second half of the fifth episode was just like more lame bullcrap um, in the first three episodes. So, yeah, uh, that's our show. I'm forced. Well, and hopefully Major's back here next time. And I'm Robbie. And I am Tip. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Oh, he just left us in here. Oh, down so Robbie, here. what, what, so what did you think about? <laughs> what do you think oh, about episode six? Our, Let's our just go ahead and <laughs> start start out the next podcast. Are we recording? I don't even know. That's the I, funny part. It still says recording up there. I think well, we should Forrest definitely keep this section in. This recording. This could hey, be Forrest, amazing. Let's see if you're.